Sorting our shit out, so yeah, it's been, like, it's been, it's been, it's not been a bit. Yeah, ex- exactly. Episodes gonna be definitely coming more regularly with um some visuals to accompany all this content. Yeah, we had um, was it three weeks? Was in the last one? Hopefully, well, yeah, gonna be three weeks, but yeah. that was only because this guy was doing up holiday in Miami. I flew out. I, I was flew out Miami, and you know what? His sugar, sugar mommy flew him out. <laughs> well, I was here just. Enjoying dead weather. Yeah, shout out my sugar mama. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. It was Miami. I don't know. You're lucky I came back. It's only because of this podcast, bro. Yeah, I've just seen you enjoying life on your story. I was there like, Lord, Miami. Yeah. I mean, I've got blues right now, man. I really enjoyed Miami. I can't lie to you, look. Miami Share some was... stories. If it gets too wild, I'll bleep it. I mean, but... <laughs> just know, just know you go to Miami to have fun. Like, it's, it's, enjoy it's, yourself you know when they ask you what are you here for business or pleasure they ask you pleasure or pleasure, pleasure. <laughs> it's, it's one of those man. Miami's yeah Miami's a great spot is the food as good as what we would say because oh the food man oh t- to be fair it ties in beautifully on, <laughs> on what we're going to be talking about today jeez like you can't come, but really you can't come from that angle. <laughs> it doesn't tie in. Oh, if you, you know, one place I do have to shout out is the Big Pink on Miami South Beach. The most amazing chicken and waffles that you'll have. Oh my god, this huge! I've never had chicken and waffles. Does it work? It does works. It and syrup all over it. Oh my gosh! I was. It was actually crazy. It was so nice. Like, but it was way too much food. Like the, yeah, that the food, it was stupid. Like the portions, like we by the end of the holiday, by the end of the break, me and my brother were just like, Is there like, there's no point in. Have you, have you been to like man versus food? It's Is literally that, that that portion it's, size. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's like what? you don't have to order. Like you go to the restaurant and everything's needs to be shared. <laughs> like there's no need for you to order a plate <laughs> of food. side salad and they bring in a whole. Genuinely, double tray. They'll they'll bring you the field, bro. <laughs> like it's here's a head of lettuce. Here's the whole. They do every everything is exactly what America claims to be. It's over the top. It's huge. It's heart disease. It's heart disease heaven. <laughs> um, they they have a serious problem and they need to. No, I don't want to go there, man. The portion sizes here are so dead. Yeah, that's and also true. There I was in my versus food yesterday, and like, yeah. it was annoying because I was day drinking, and every time I day drink, I can't really eat properly. So, oh, seriously. But then when you wake up the next day, like right now, I'm 
I'm hungry for it. I'm, oh di- I'm dying for it. I'm asking yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pucha, where is this place? You're dying for You're it. You're dying for it. <laughs> You're asking, asking for, for it. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm dying for it. But like they like a massive chili dog, like with everything on it. Um, garlic bread, wings. Nah, man, that's a spot. Also, shout out hay fever fucking <laughs> right now. Oh my god. Not shout out. <laughs> it's really like I'm just spent the last five minutes rubbing my eye. I'm just like, this is. No, if it's I, not they, my nose, they, it's my they eye. They turn up the tempo. I got a nosebleed yesterday because I sneezed 20 times in a row. <laughs> Boy. Boy. Although yeah. there's something weirdly satisfying about sneezing, isn't it? Yeah, but not when it gives you like a migraine. Yeah. You know, just yes. migraine skeptics your, <laughs> yourself out of it. Show me uh, you how get, you get down. Oh uh, no, it's deep. It's deep. I have three days in a row now. It's like I don't learn. I haven't learned. I haven't taken my tablets. Bro, I need. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm gonna hit up the doctor tomorrow and just be like, give me the drugs. <laughs> Whatever you got. <laughs> Talking like, about Breaking Bad. <laughs> Stuck cooking up some anti-hate Start whole empire just. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's not be the drug dealers. All right, calm, all right. Anyway, anyway, stereotypes aside, <laughs> talking about health. health. One, one thing we wanted to talk about today was like the recent night campaign, which was about um, which had like was it like a plus size? Should I say that plus size? A fat mannequin. Oh, let's just say what it there is. Was a, there was a no. I think it, it was a plus size. You're gonna get me fired. <laughs> there was no, there was a plus size mannequin in um, one of the night stores, and for some reason there was an uproar, which I don't even understand. Because like some people were saying it was promoting unhealthy, um, was it like an unhealthy living, unhealthy lifestyle, yeah. unhealthy fitness. But at the same time, like there are people who are this kind of like body shape. But also, I feel like they should. Just, it's good in general, and there should just be a spectrum of mannequins. So I'm thinking back to that meme, like, you're, you're dying for it. <laughs> you're asking for it. You're dying for it. Yeah, but we are asking for it. No, but, um, you know I mean? There should be a spectrum of, like, it's not that deep. Like, there should be a spectrum of, like, mannequins. <sighs> I, I have very, I, I have very extreme views on this. I don't know, man. Like, for me, it's, it's a tough one because I am... I don't. I don't know if I'm here on the side of saying that oh, the mannequin was okay. Like, <laughs> I think sometimes we are getting a bit far down the line on the whole inclusivity, inclusivity of all shapes and sizes and this that, and the other. It's like a company. And okay, fair enough. If it was a great marketing ploy from Nike to get everyone to talk about Nike like way more, fair enough. Amazing job. But if it was just to make, like, fat women feel better about themselves... Okay, hold on. Hold your horses. Hold your... Thing is... I don't don't know. Okay, like, first of all, you've just done a business degree. No company with that much money at risk would... I I think this whole idea that companies do Nike things is, just, Nike just out is, of feelings. No, but Nike is one of the biggest companies in the world. And yeah, every- I, know, I'm not, I, I know. I know they can afford to lose money over something like this, even though they, I don't, don't understand how they would. But like, and I think they. I think it's just it's a what's it called? It's just another. It's a business. I mean, it's a business scheme. Nike's Nike. Like, no, but Nike's marketing thing is, at the is moment in, like is standing all, up for yeah, like it's all about taking extreme. 
it's, it's, it's all about taking a site. They're not the kind of company where you don't really know where they stand particularly. Colin Kaepernick, they threw him in in the advert. Um, Carson Semenya, yeah, straight after Semenya. the thing happened. Um, they, um, she was in one of their adverts. Yeah. I'm not sure, I'm not sure how they planned this. I'm not sure and if they already the had... the Tiger Woods had, stuff as well, bro. Like, they, what, they stood by Tiger Woods. Throughout the whole... But man just cheated on his wife. He didn't, He wasn't racially abused. No, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't. It doesn't have to be extreme, but people were calling for him to be like lose all his. He lost a lot of sponsorships like oh, after the cheating. Yeah. yeah, after that whole scandal came. We out. did get a good meme out of it. You know that one. Him <laughs> 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 smiling with the tears. Oh, thanks, Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I so I can I understand and I appreciate. Yeah, as much as we're saying, oh, this is all about Nike, kind of like taking a positive liberal side on an issue it is at the end of the day about people talking about what they're doing no, definitely and i don't think i don't think, I don't think this is like a i don't think nike is just all about morality yeah. i understand that they they had things but there's a lot of people hold conservative values deeper than they somehow care for money if that makes sense like for like other certain companies aren't necessarily extremely conservative but they just don't understand that like there is a def like people want to see inclusivity, but see this is where the, this is where it gets confusing because then again Nike didn't if Nike chose not to introduce a plus size overweight mannequin, they wouldn't lose money. Like people wouldn't have. It's good they they, they did mm-hmm. it. They know that. You don't know that. Well, it's not about them losing money, but they might not be making continue, yeah. more money. So it's so it's. I feel like okay. One, we can we can argue that, but on the whole thing about how people companies put their um, conservative values over the opportunity to make more money, I think I think it's more like we just alluded to some or some big corporate companies just Mm. don't care. They're like, listen, (laughs) we could say this and make some people feel great about themselves which we don't even really agree with, or we can carry on making millions, billions, whatever. I, I think, okay, it was a statement. That's what it was. It was a statement. But do you agree with... Well, okay, do you agree with the sentiment of the statement? Or do you not like the whole idea of inverted okay. commas pandering? Before I answer that question, I guess what I'd caveat and say is, I understand that I am not a woman. We are neither really? neither one of us are actually women. Uh, so no way. we are coming technically at this issue from probably slight chauvinistic maybe <laughs> Speak for yourself. I don't know, okay. like um I might be mansplaining <laughs> all of this stuff. Like I I could be completely wrong. And one thing's for sure is that I don't particularly care about the female body like everyone can look however they want to look that's it's your choice that conversation was good (laughs) wait how was that how are you how's that gonna how are you gonna end that sentence so so yeah i I just want to caveat that to answer the question on on the thing i think it's i think we have to also toe the line on do we think that we do we think that people can kind of like be influenced on the side of saying that if they start seeing more overweight people in advertising, more overweight mannequins in stores, like are we subconsciously, because we know 
that all of this thing has a subconscious effect on Are where... Are trying to say, like, they're trying we... to normalise being overweight? Yeah. No, but the thing is, I get what you're saying, but then it depends... And, being, and I don't think we should even say overweight. I should say, I think we should say unhealthy, because that's really what it but is. Then, but then that's... But exactly. But then, but then that's also... Um, what's it? But the mannequin was in sports kit. So that, it's that's kind making of a, a yeah, but exactly. That's the point. That's making a false equivalency because it's saying because not all people who are slightly bigger weight are unhealthy. There are plenty of people who are quite skinny or quite okay, whatever then let's or slimmer. Call, let's say are, obese or less. Was that mannequin obese? I would. I definitely could arguably say that that mannequin was probably struggling. Then what are you? I'm in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> Probably had a three too many beers last night. <laughs> However, I I feel like since I stopped playing um professional sport, yeah, and sure I was just know. like um studying and working and all of that stuff. Whenever I felt my health or my fitness like dipping below a certain point, I would I wouldn't let myself get out of shape or more importantly unhealthy so i would go take myself and run okay, but this is the thing this is the thing where i'm gonna start i'm gonna challenge you number one for you your but like um your body shape he's I'm, looking me up and I'm down not trying to get like onto i'm you. a piece of meat i'm not trying right to get now. onto you but stop staring you're at not, me you're, you're not built you're not built to be that my eyes are, my eyes are up here <laughs> i don't even care my, man. my eyes are up here i'm watching i'm watching this wiry frame bro like, this, <laughs> this body wasn't built to be put on bare fat was it like you know that you could eat, eat, eat and you're not ever gonna put on size are you Arguably, yeah, but yeah, everyone, wait, everyone's let, metabolism let slows me down. Land, let me land, let me land. What I'm trying to say though is that I'm not saying there aren't people who I'm not saying obesity isn't an issue, like, there's enough health studies around it. But I'm saying why well, don't get it with this specific campaign when you think about the, the kind of company Nike is, yeah. why, of course, it's a statement, of course, they were trying to, you know, cause like, of course, they were, they were I don't want to say the word pandering because it seems like it's not as if like there's not a legitimate, like. Um, reasoning behind this mm-hmm. but I genuinely believe that um, the, I genuinely believe that like there, there are plenty of people who kind of it does represent and like, in a sense who people who are not necessarily obese obese who are just sm- smacking their face with cake every day but people who are maybe a bit on the larger side but do are do live fairly healthy lifestyles because there are people like that who do exist so and what do these people do need to wear workout clothes do they not <laughs> so like yeah so like why is that such a bad thing? And, and on the point of normalising it, like, I feel like that would be a, a kind of... I was going to drop a bit. Antithesis. Antithesis. It would help if you could say it. <laughs> <laughs> of the business model of what Nike is. Nike is all about fitness. Nike is all about sport. So, yeah. like, doing that is showing it is... By Nike doing it, right? Fair enough if it was, like, McDonald's or something, which then put forward like just clearly overweight like a beast i don't want to say beast i don't think that that mannequin was even that overweight but like that madly overweight but if say they put someone madly overweight that's like a model for like Her McDonald's. arms were in some mad position fam like i think she was like dance, <laughs> dancing or something really like. just <laughs> no but yeah so, so like if they're like loud and the mannequin was loud and proud Yas, it was <laughs> the mannequin probably could was saying Yas Queen. <laughs> it was like really, I don't know. I for me, okay. Wait, so I think there's two important points I want to make. Oh, yeah. Okay, ask you at least. So, okay. are you okay with companies in general? So I'm. I'm this is not me trying to trap you because I know your positions on this, but I feel like so you 
we're on the same level that companies going for more representation is a fine thing. Definitely. Okay, right. But the, the crux of the issue here is whether, in this case, what it was representing is something that should be represented in a positive light. Okay. Um, and, t- and naturally, I don't have all the answers. <laughs> you don't even have some of the answers. What I will say is that I am... Um, I swing between the two two sides of the story, which I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people, not everyone necessarily knows the right answer to this. I would say that I have no issue. Like if, um, for example, my mother, um, at one point she was taking um, loads of drugs that forced her to put on a lot of weight. Yeah. She was naturally like in shape, um, slim even mm. but because um she had to take certain drugs it forced it made her put on weight so maybe for my own mother yeah a mannequin like that when you're not necessarily feeling too positive about your body shape and you don't know what kind of clothes would look right and you this and the other to see that that could be really helpful and for a lot of um women also it's not necessarily your fault at one point that you might be struggling with. And to be fair, this applies to men as well. I'm not going to just keep this on women. It's just for slightly bigger people. Mm. Great word. <laughs> um, I would I would say that, yeah, yeah maybe... your PC side coming up. Yeah, maybe this is positive. But at the end of the day, we also are facing a real, a real problem in terms of, like, child obesity. Especially, like, tying in, like... For, what I saw in America, that was like, I saw some serious, big, big people. And it's a clear, clear problem that they're struggling um, with obesity and heart disease over there. Like, that's clear and that needs to be addressed. Um, so, when we see these things, do we want to promote? Are, are we promoting to younger children this whole concept of. Um, it's okay to not look after your bodies. To flip that, you can actually take that to an extent where this argument also applies to that school um, or to the new curriculum where you're teaching younger kids about um, gay relationships or lesbian relationships or LGBTQ relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And parents are up in arms saying they don't want their little children to be taught that someone's saying there are different relationships and to me that's also mind-blowing like no one no kid like kids it's good to teach kids that there are different relationships yeah because it's not like these people it's not like they don't exist like and it's not it's particularly not, graphic either. yeah it's like thing is that is a whole of them. that's very dumb i think i got on um, so the people who are, we're, like, we're yeah. kind of questioning the whole idea about how at what point are we as a society being um, almost... At what point do we believe that person is impressionable to believe that that is okay? But also, at what point are we as a society promoting certain values to the general populace, but everyone pulls up children because they're probably the most impressionable um, demographic? Yeah. So I'm kind of like thinking to myself, when I see a bigger mannequin... I I guess selfishly because I'm not overweight. I'm my immediate reaction is like why 
why the fuck do I, why is the mannequin overweight? But for me, who's never walked that life or understands it at all, mm. it doesn't really apply to me. So it's almost, again, me saying, well, it doesn't, you don't get it. Maybe I just don't get it. I don't understand why the mannequin has to be overweight. No, I think it is, honestly, I'd say for the majority of my life, probably up until maybe a few years back, I'd probably straight up be like the same. In the sense of like, assume it's kind of like promoting a randomly like, because I think for me, as liberal as I might be in certain areas, weight, weight was the one thing I wasn't. I was yeah. always just like, listen, if you're overweight, there's a reason you're overweight. Stop eating. Or like, <laughs> no, but stop, stop eating. No, but like, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I was like. I feel like for the majority of my life, up until maybe I was like maybe 17, 18, I was really just like, yeah, like fat people are fat because they eat too much and like they didn't do any exercise and whatever. But then you learn a bit more about these things. You realise people well, are built differently. Is there a psychological effect on, of, of like the being overweight thing? Like, are some people... Okay, it's not necessarily that... I know that biologically some people tend to be, like... Predisposed to being a bit a bit bigger. Yeah. But also, by, is there a massive biolog- uh, psychological um, thing on being overweight? And do we as a society pressure people too much to be, like in better shape but I think that's good I think it's good to pressure people to be in a better shape no the thing is we not for the question for the question does society pressure people to be 100% yes like way too much but thing too is too much no is it too no, much no. to promote everyone should be trying to live healthy but this is the problem this is the problem a lot of like this healthy kind of diet stuff is um, what's the word uh, not butchered it's kind of it's spearheaded by like charlatans and fraudsters so you see all this kind of like, for example, like tummy tea stuff on Instagram. Oh. You're, getting these, you're getting these girls to shit out their fucking souls <laughs> to kind of lose like a couple kg and stuff oh. like that. It's like, so what you have is that, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's anyone's ever saying that it's, it's bad to, bro, it's true. I'm not saying anyone, it's bad to like, um, what is it? I don't think it's ever saying, anyone's saying it's bad. To, um, I, well, I see, that's, that is pure false advertising. I don't want to see you in your little skimpy gym kit in the kitchen holding gym tea. Show us, show us you on the toilet (laughs) shitting out your soul. (laughs) 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 Going super same. Gym tea is lovely. (laughs) No, but that's exactly it. So, but, uh, so like, obviously I don't think anyone's even who supports these kind of things is saying that like, um, it's bad to promote a healthy lifestyle, but often it's kind of said synonymous healthy healthiness and a perfect body shape are kind of put as like synonymous when in reality like the steps certain people are going to have to go to get their bodies looking like chris hemsworth or like um what's one of them girls i don't know like what's the one of them oh jen the, jen jen Seltzer, that that's one or emily rutowski yeah exactly like to get to look Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. It's gonna look like that. Most people's b- body shapes, their destiny isn't in that direction. So, like, and what they'd have to do to get to that level would often be unhealthy dieting or these bullshit tummy teas or just basically not live a necessary healthy, rounded eating lifestyle. So, it's never wrong to promote um, a healthy lifestyle. Obviously not, but. Promoting it as the this as the blueprint of what being healthy is when there's plenty of people who can be healthy without dropping to that low body fat 
or having that kind well, of what body shape. Not, sometimes it's not about being healthy. What's about looking good? Yeah, but then that, then we that's hoping up a whole new book because number one, okay, that's looking, subjective. Yeah, exactly. Number one, looking good to who, and also looking good at what expense. Like you're saying, looking good. Okay, I want to look good, but you just a guy is losing his mind because he's on like up one thousand two hundred calories a day when he's meant to be on two thousand at least, just because he needs to stay at that body fat. Like, man, can still, you can still look good without but dropping to. I guess as society, we have. We have kind of like said this is, and I guess it moves. Like it didn't used to um, be like that. The Kardashians came through, switched up what we deem as attractive, which a lot of people also do say is unattractive. Like a, we don't know if it is or not, but a what? fake bomb or that, like that, that, a, that drives me off because like in the community, in the black community. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we like. Yeah, but then that's also that's a part of subjectiveness because having like a big bum was always attractive in like amongst black people from day. Yeah, but then apparently but it didn't used to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then you it, got a fat ass. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I, disgusting. I said, you look at like American films like in the nineties, like like majority like white people. It was always an insult. It's like, oh my god, I got a. It's like, does my ass look big in this? That was like, oh my god, now and then now and that was even the same in English society. And then post what two thousand and ten or whatever yeah. post like. I don't know. I'd say maybe J-Lo. I'd say maybe even yeah. after... J-Lo a bit, but, like, I'm not... Well, like, King Kong Dash Mania. And now yeah. everyone, everyone's like, you have... Everyone who's like, oh, I'm trying to get that gym booty, gym booty. When, yeah. you know, like, we know that that's what was kind of seen as... So th- things change amongst time. So then, back then, it might have been seen unhealthy, kind of, mm. to have a big bum. But now it's like, having a big bum is part of, like, how yeah. life's like in different cultures. So... When it comes to perception of what looks good or not, it's so subjective across time, across cultures that trying to trying we, we trying to aim for any single one. Precisely, yeah. we don't know what a Southeast Asian considers beautiful compared to what an English guy or what English society might. Consider. Yeah, like in Southeast Asia, I'm pretty sure for them. Okay, well, I don't want to make assumptions. No, but from like doing some reading and hearing some things, that like, it's about like petiteness. They like very petite girls. Like, yeah. as in looking very slim and looking very... Mm-hmm. That still exists a lot in the Western world, but yeah. apparently for them it's very much like... But even over there, you, I, I remember seeing this um, random um, like, interview. They were interviewing these Chinese guys in the street. Yeah. They were like, these are kind of like rich Chinese guys. And they're like, oh, what do you want in a girl? And they're like, oh, what that time? Yes. They were like, I want the time fast. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hmm. Mad. So even over there, but apparently still culturally, like historically, it was all about like being very pale skinned, very petite. Yeah. I'm sure it must change between different Southeast Asian countries. Let me not group yeah. into one. But yeah, like, precisely. That was like, uh, that was one of the kind of like stereotypical so kind of like... One one thing so far we can almost agree on is that when it comes to, I guess society has no real responsibility or has no right to say what is beautiful and what is not. Pretty much, yeah. There, there are people because health isn't subjective. Well, it's not subjective. Health is facts. Yeah, exactly. And some things are un, more un like I would not be okay. One thing I'm sure I'm not be okay with is if I saw a Kim K body on every single mannequin everywhere. Because I'd be like, exactly, that is fucking unhealthy. Like no, I'll, I'll, I'll for, mentally for a lot of people. Exactly, because yeah. it's. 
most most likely most of the pictures we see of her are fucking edited anyway. But mm. more and likely, she's it's, surgery it's, it's fucking unachievable says. naturally for most. I would say for most people exactly, and that's what. But that's the whole point we're talking about. We're like, that's why I think like these things are removed too because sometimes because rea- reality well, having th- a fat body, bro, is achievable. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, for fuck's sake. No, I'm, what I'm so saying, now, I'm that's, that, that's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Let me land before you just throw in. What I'm saying is that the high idea... Very of, achievable. Like, real, realistically, what they could have done, if they were generally trying to find... Because the, the larger mannequin isn't an average of what all women... Of the, the average woman's body type in the UK or whatever it is. But they were going for the intentional shock, inverted commas, factor. So they wanted... So the reason why they did that was to make... It was a statement. Because realistically, if they wanted to just be a bit more inclusive, they would just turn it from, like, the very skin, slim, slim thick. It's like... The very slim Stop mannequin. describing your idol. <laughs> and get slim, on with thick, it. With your <laughs> From the slimmer mannequin to just, like, maybe a slightly larger one. But the reason they went, like, a bit higher than that was f- for a statement. So I think the whole angle they were coming from, or what can be taken from it, is that... It's about inclusive because if they had went because by going from one, I don't want to say extreme because I don't think the high, I don't think the original one was super skinny nor do I think this one is super obese. But I think but by going from ones which are distinctly different, it's it's making a statement of inclusivity. So like, but I do agree with you that like if I saw even a slightly overweight person in like a McDonald's advert, I'd be like, "Bro, are you mad? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like that that is clearly a, a kind of a promotion that like." Because McDonald's is categorically unhealthy. Yeah. Like, and don't, and uh, McDonald's, what, I think, by law, has to toe the line really carefully, especially when how they advertise to children. Yeah. In terms of, like, snacks and this, that, uh, and the other. That's why they always promote a lot in the Happy Meal, like, having fruit and, like, like fruit shoot and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then just it's one cheeseburger or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's what, on that, that's why I think, like, it's just about, it's just about the angle you come with advertising. Because, like I said, with... The Tommy T. Forsters with all these people who talk about, oh, this is my whatever plan, but clearly they've just got surgery. That that kind of stuff is madness in one direction. That's why I feel like sometimes it needs to be counteracted with kind of like almost doing too much in the other direction. So if it means super, super efforts of inclusivity, not saying that this is that, but over the top efforts to kind of counteract like saying like... So you think it's a positive thing that they've done this? Ultimately, are, 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 you, ultimately are you one positive, negative, or indifferent? Positive. I think it's positive. Okay. But because of the way I've... Um, rationalised it. Rationalised it. Do I think there's a possibility... I think there's two different questions there. It's like whether it's one... One is like whether it's a possibility for in any way, shape, or form having a kind of normalising effect and being a bigger weight. But then I think that question needs to be balanced as in what is the benefit, like to the, what degree to people's mental health and general's perception of their identity, will this kind of like mannequin kind of show okay. to people? So it's whether... What I would say is that we're also judging this incidence of this is maybe a one-off. Um, yeah, we've seen plus-size models have always been about and get um, promoted in companies that do plus-size clothing. Recent, that's a recent, yeah. Yeah. Few years, yeah. So... I'm, I guess what I'm saying is that we're, we're applying this to a one-off. Now, let's hypothetically say this positive idea of inclusivity gets rolled out across, say, 
80% of clothing companies that you go into the high street, you see bigger mannequins everywhere. Yeah. Does that promote having a... being slightly overweight? Is that the promotion of that body type? Or are we just saying it's inclusive for a certain set of people in society? Okay, so are you saying that in eighty percent of stores, they just just have overweight mannequins. Not just, and just they might they might have both, but you see more overweight mannequins everywhere. Not just, they might have no, um, no. I don't think it does promote it because at the end of the day, people of that the whole idea of it. Because I feel like for me, one store, multiple stores, same difference. Because at the end of the day, the idea of it, which from like reacting what I said before, is that. One number one that people of that body weight and that kind of body type do exist in yeah. numbers and it's yeah, not that definitely. rare. But also the, the 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 wider point of fighting back against the super because as much as you might because it's kind of weird you don't even I'm not saying that we've you've been brainwashed I've been brainwashed but it's we've been kind of and of course people are fighting against it and whatnot but like for us seeing something like that is like extreme or like not for me but like. It's, it seems it's for the uproar that it caused yeah. it seemed like a massive statement but we don't but it's weird how we don't and I understand obviously it's like you looking towards pinnacle fitness but it's weird how we it was never really questioned how abnormal all the kind of other mannequins were like if you actually deep it majority so you can say the majority of people aren't whatever but there's a lot more people in society who are built like that like the new one mannequin, then it are super, super slim like the other ones. And I know obviously because it's not a human being, people yeah. are like, it's just what it is. But yeah, if you try mannequin. to do like a little um, meta reality thing, meta meme above, Flossy A level coming back out, yeah. uh, like approach in a way where you like try to question everything. We never really questioned the fact that was just the norm. We just assumed that, you know, like skinny, whatever. But well, I guess, no, but what we did accept is that that said, if a person looked like that mannequin, because it is, a mannequin is supposed to be aspirational. It's supposed to be like, oh, this is what the clothes look like um, on the most beautiful said lady. But I mean, oh, okay, 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 I know. But we're, we're I was, just... I was arguing with you. you know, yeah, we're, we're hypothetically saying that like, a company is saying, this is what clothes look like on a really buff, like, in-shape guy that's um, um, a model. It's, it's, it's a, and the same with a female um, going for the ideal um, theory of what a female body shape looks like and this is mm. what the clothing looks like on that person. Okay. Still, still come back to this point in the fact that I, I believe that they are... Those mannequins, they're not fucking real people. It's aspirational. It's supposed to, like, make the clothes look fucking incredible to the person about to buy them. We all kind of, like, look at that and think, okay, wow, like, that looks sick on that person. I could, like, that could look good on me as well. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now. I appreciate, and as we've had this conversation, I'm kind of, like, kind of coming to terms with it in my head. I appreciate that when you see a bigger person that might look more like you, that that clothes looks amazing on, on them as it would me. I would like that. I just don't know if... And I go, it's, sell, it's this is fucking selfish. And 
I have no right to even comment on the issue because I'm not necessarily overweight and I'm not affected by the overweight issues of um, society almost. So I guess mm. it's um, my... Whatever I say here and now is probably fucking invalid anyway. No, it's but, valid. But I would, but, but I would but. say that if it was rolled out everywhere, I would probably have an issue with it. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, that's some, that's some good introspection because... Like, I mean, no, I think in the sense of like you, you can you can you can acknowledge our biases in certain things, but for me, I think the bottom line is not whether because for me it just wasn't that deep. Like I didn't see that and think, oh my god. I think because well, I mean the reason why I to be honest, yeah. I didn't fucking care. Yeah, exactly. But, but then yeah, but like if someone was gonna ask me about it, like oh like is this probably promoting like an unhealthy um, weight thing? I was like, I know. Probably, but no, because it's actually promoting, like, big girls to adopt, like, sportswear and be more active, exactly. arguably. That's why, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Number so, one, yeah. for me, that's why I feel like for in this specific case... So I flip between the two. You can literally see me, like, flipping between yeah. the two. No, yeah. No, exactly, but then that's why I feel like, number one, in this case, with Adidas, no, Nike, 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 yeah. Nike they, um... It's especially not a non-point here because Nike is a fitness company. So, really, realistically, that's where you want to like yeah. apparent overweight people to to go towards anyway. Yeah. Um, if you in terms of losing weight, but then I feel like when it comes to the bigger conversation about representation and whatnot, at the end of the day, it's the point you made is really good when you said it's like about an aspiration. But example, but that's 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 the same reason why with models, yeah, they have. You have like your Victoria's Secret models who are always, you know, very tall, very slim, whatever. Yeah. And but then now, in over the past few years, they've been trying to be more inclusive by involving more um, models of different races and different sizes. Yeah. So, and it's also because at the end of the day, overweight people deserve to kind of buy clothes before they get skinny. <laughs> so they at least preserve yeah, to like see. Definitely. They deserve to see kind of. At the same time, there's certain people who don't ever want to get that slim. There's majority they don't have to get so slim. There are there are people who are wildly overweight who, who do need to lose weight. But I feel like the majority of people are in that non super obese area where in reality they just kind of want to see people, not even necessarily see people who are exactly their body shape, but just see more people who are maybe closer to their body shape than than like the super skinny ones. So don't get me wrong, like I get what people are saying with the whole thing, but I feel like when it comes to like um, just everyday like shopping's like stores like going like a calm TK Maxx or whatever like people like seeing seeing someone seeing a mannequin which is not super super slim is fine because there are plenty of people who are just of that but can, but, can we also acknowledge um, the figures I don't and I don't have them up on, on me straight what, the away the figures of a BCE yeah that. people are saying the, the second biggest killer behind cancer obesity yeah, but then so fuck it, it's it's a it's an epidemic, mate. So to okay. is it maybe it is society's pro? Um, I can't remember. I can't say the exact word, but maybe it is on society's shoulders to pressure That's society responsibility. Yeah, it's a social responsibility to pressure a healthier look body weight i remember there was a woman that really kicked off about the new nhs advert saying that um, well it says here ten thousand six hundred and sixty hospital admissions directly attributed to the obesity and 
29% of adults classified as obese. But okay, 29%. One in three. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like... Almost one in three. Yeah, I was like, what can I do? What can I do? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but see, no, but see, this problem. The, I don't mean the argument here is whether obesity should yeah, be... Yeah, but that is related to it. Yes, but then I feel like... No, but see, this, this is where I think we disagree. Because I feel like it's whether the presence of... No, I don't think... I'm not, I'm not in the position that the presence of super, of super obese people or obese people in certain markets or in certain adverts doesn't promote a normalisation of obesity. I'm just saying there are plenty of people who aren't, won't be in these stats for obesity, won't be in, in these stats for getting... Of like NHS or whatever... For of like putting being a burden on the NHS or part of the seven hundred eleven thousand hospital admissions, right? Who would who, say that number again? Seven hundred eleven thousand hospital 711, admissions. Where obesity 000. was a factor, uh, an increase what? of fifteen percent from twenty sixteen and seventeen. What? But you know what? There's and you also have like knock on effects. Like for example, if when it comes to imagine you had a bad liver because this is have this is very close to home to me. Mm. If you had um, a problem such as obesity or heart disease or any of that kind of stuff, a background problem, you are so much less likely to get given a healthier liver or a healthier organ that is might be either related or unrelated to a new condition that you have. Mm. These, if that was happening and you had control over another issue... Mm such as, like, being overweight, being obese. Like, your your loved ones, bro. Like, if I lost a loved one because they didn't look after themselves and as society, we didn't kind of, like, pressure that more instead of promoting, like, to be, like, all children in the forest holding hands saying, diversity. Yeah, but then, okay, <laughs> do, do you then think... Um... Inclusivity. <laughs> But then, okay, so... But let me ask Anna, but I'm saying, then are you promoting from more middle ground? Because then do you believe um, adverts that constantly promote gym? Like, there is, that's what Instagram is basically now, like, adverts for gym, like, through people's personal accounts and fitness accounts with large followings. Do you think they're going to move to kind of, like, aesthetic health, I'll call it that, because it's all about usually more outside and your inside, yeah. is also as damaging? Because um, if we look to statistics yeah. for hospital admission towards... Eating disorders, I could probably search it up, but it's probably probably bad. And all often eating disorders are often um, directly resultant of perceptions of oneself. So like um, I remember doing this for like my final year at uni. They were talking about um, and women are also, and this was where it links back because women are um, for both anorexia, for both bulimia, for both um, other eating disorders. Women are always more affected than men. So that's why also why I thought, for example, why this campaign in itself targeted had a female mannequin instead of a male one. But yeah, like, um, I in no way, shape or form, and I don't think anyone else believes obesity or unhealthiness should be promoted because it's it's such a dream on the NHS. So it's what is a, your version of promoting obesity? Oh, well, okay, so what, okay, so I think the question is, where's the balance between inclusivity and promoting obesity? Yeah. For me... The, I guess that's, that's, that's the, that's the question. question, isn't it? Yeah. For me... It's just, like I said, all it is for me is just the way it's done. Don't, putting people of slightly bigger, like, I don't, I think if Nike put, if Nike, <laughs> if Nike had a mannequin who was just like, like one of those bedridden people in it, that would be irresponsible. But this person, this mannequin wasn't even, it was like a bit bigger, but it wasn't like a, 
It wasn't like a... Okay. Yeah. Question. <laughs> I, like, like, I reached over to touch you. <laughs> I was like, bro, this guy is going to bang you in the face. Question. No, but, wait, when, when, um, when it came out about cigarettes having a direct like effect and issue on lung cancer and everything and so many other issues, one of the first... Well, not one of the first things to do. One of the things they did is remove any fucking advertising power of cigarettes on if you and what i'm saying and a lot of companies were fucking controlled in how you promoted um smoking and i guess that's what they're doing they're controlling how you promote eating fast food and all of that stuff like yeah like like there's um but now i'm saying what about actually but then on that point, the, body the, the one on that one, the thing is on that one, the point, but the thing, but the problem is with that one is that with cigarettes, it's almost directly kind of just you smoke a cigarette, and the the pleasurable parts or benefits of smoking cigarettes are in no way are comparable to the negative. Yeah. Actually, with obesity, science somewhat, food is needed for life, isn't it? So yeah. So but. Don't get me wrong, I think there are, definitely I haven't done enough research on it, but there's definitely regulations in terms of the way I think, I believe, as we move towards being more healthy, that certain fast food outlets can advertise their stuff. Yeah. But then again, McDonald's, KFC, all these, they have still have prime time slots of advertising things. I mean, they have money. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what exactly. comes real down to. And I tore up some KFC last night, I can't lie, yeah. I enjoyed You're that. You're looking kind of pudgy still. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think at the end of the day, like... Um, the balance for me is just the way it's done. So, super obese women in night outfit, no. Slightly large women in night outfit as an initial shock factor campaign, fine. Going forward, just a spectrum. To have both skinny ones and have slightly larger ones and have like maybe four, a set of four mannequins, the same way you have like, you know, like ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph, which are meant to be yeah. like the three different body types, whatever. Just have in stores a bit more of a spectrum but then also don't have overweight people in adverts for fast food. Yeah. Representation matters. Just like the, long, like the whole... And that's why the same kind of uproar, I feel like, for example, with Love Island, where, like, we had... Uh, Segway! <laughs> you look like... Oh, I got a text! <laughs> that was nice one, innit? It was a nice one, innit? Yeah, I like that. I like, I like that still. <laughs> Representation matters. <laughs> like my girl, you one day tearing up the villa. <laughs> oh my gosh. But the thing is, but the thing is, also, that's why I think sometimes it's... But people are screaming for I, representation I, I, on Love Island. No, okay, this is where my liberal Ooh, side goes out the window. The okay, thing is, okay, okay. Love Island is a trash show for what it is. I'm not saying, like, it would it be a terrible thing for having more whatever, but I feel like... what? Okay, okay it depends how it's done. It depends how it's done. So just throw um, someone... But this is also like a spectrum of body types. Okay, I'll actually be... That's generally fine. But also, like, it's such... For me, the premise of the show is so shallow and so kind of basic and so <laughs> and so and so kind of chaos-ridden. Yeah. I'm like... I just don't think the the, the whole kind of, like, progressive... Um, I don't want to say agenda, it's the wrong word, but progressive kind of stance needs to be fed here. Because the show's just trash anyway. Like, it's a whole idea of shallow people but meeting other shallow people. Let's be honest, bro. The country, the whole country... You know what? It's not even just the country. Around the world, Watch people it. are watching Love Island. 
So let's not let's not call us let's call a spade a spade. The the show is fucking amazing. It's <laughs> no, doing when numbers. I say trash, I don't mean it's a bad. I love it. I think I'm not gonna lie. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I think it's jokes. But I mean, as I say, it's trash. Like it's trash TV. The same way, it's, like oh yeah, Jersey but is it sh- trash TV if we're all addicted to watching it? But no, trash TV doesn't mean it's bad. Bad. I think anyway. I thought you just mean it's like I think, I think it's it's, great. It, it's it's it kills the brain cells. By what? I I think, you know, personally, what I think we all have to admit to is that we love um, just what inherently dramas are, but we, but it's on, it's reality, it's happening here and now, and we're like fully immersed in it and we like it. And that's kind of like what Love Island's feeding us. It's feeding us all the drama, um, everything that we kind of like, one out of it but it's real people so so what and what at the end of the day one is good looking people as well which we enjoy watching okay then enjoy we love a love story we love like watching looking at how does one human mate with another and how do you kind of like don't what are you doing you don't need to do philosophy on love island like it's why no but I'm, i'm just talking about why we why we love it. So what what I'm saying is that do you believe do you believe that you necessarily need like a more I think okay, let me sorry. I've got a lot to say about Love Island. <laughs> right. Love Island has many, many issues with it. But it's only a massive issue because um it it's a huge show. So first first thing first it takes these normal people that have no idea about the scrutiny that they are going to be under mm. in terms of their they sh- old... They should, they should know it by now. They they should know by now, but I'm saying historic... Like, it's only more last five years or something mm. like that yeah. since the old one. But I'm saying the actual scrutiny that these guys get under, they're under a fucking microscope mm. from all their old stuff that they've ever done to now to how they talk... It's an edited show as well. Mm. So the ITV has immense power in how they can um, basically perceive you and your relationship and all the different conversations that's going on in there. Secondly, not only are they under immense scrutiny, but they're also... You're also kind of like in this thing where we're taking aspirationally like beautiful people were taking them to like this exotic island where they gotta find the love of their life kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's also like okay one <laughs> we have like these really like almost politically charged questions. Not politically but like um socially charged questions like okay are you gonna just put in a load of like men or women that just inherently don't find a certain race attractive that's, that's something that happens yeah one secondly okay from uh and i'm speaking from a racial point of view i guess mm. like hear me out and we'll talk about everything mm. but i'm saying then you have like okay if you're gonna put on someone that's either blonde brunette um black white asian whatever are you actually gonna put on beautiful people that are almost undeniably pretty undeniably good looking because you know 
you know you could arguably say that like this year they've been talking about how blondes are amazing they, they've said that a lot like oh what's your type oh, i love blondes i love but blondes they, but they me personally i'm gonna i don't know if they've had like some unbelievably beautiful brunettes in there like i don't know so it's i'm telling them like, this season so i'm i'm kind of like saying so could could you almost say that if you're just gonna jump into uh, Love Island this season, are blondes more attractive than brunettes? Then if we extend that to across the show on like multiple things, like <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, black people have struggled to find love on Love Island. <laughs> it ain't for us. <laughs> but that's no. But the thing is, when I said like this is where like my things stop, is because I feel like the premise of it is so dumb. But in the sense, like, would, if, imagine if a bigger girl. No, but that's the way. Hold on, that's the no, point. That's, that's the point. That's the point. But I'm saying, like, unless what you, because I feel like the 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 kind of the way the show kind of works would break down if they just started to do up super super inclusivity without doing. Because I feel like they wouldn't do it in a smart way. For example, like with Yoande, right? They put this very beautiful. beautiful, very gorgeous black woman into the show. Then they have all this man who's talking about what's your type, blonde brunette. I, I, if I slap, what, what's I'm sorry, like, how clearly, clearly, what's the point of doing inclusivity as a token ship? Like, you is that you put why are you putting people in there who find black girls attractive or you don't do it at all because it's pointless and you're just putting up black people there to to do what to be to be what every year it's just um the shoulder to cry on, Marcel. Um, who was it the year before you got the Samira as well so, um, Samira was so Samira was so buff that it, every time I watched her getting things but she didn't even like black guys anyway so that was deep but um, yeah but every time I see Samira get buff I was like this girl is a solid she's flames bro yeah, out she's of 10 a solid <laughs> out of 10 I don't even know I'd say a strong 9.782 um, but, but, yeah, she, but, but that's exactly it so but the reason why I say it because I feel like it's dumb because like they could put on uh, a slightly bigger girl there, right? And again, this is also the problem with this whole conversation because there's a massive gap between Love Island girls and obese girls. The majority of women are in the middle. And so I understand putting more girls like that on and that, that's perfectly fine. But I feel like but people do don't, they don't know how to handle progressiveness correctly because they'll just throw in like a but also, do you a believe that... And then, yeah, but I'm saying, do you believe that maybe it's almost skewed? Like, and an average, like, like I don't know, someone that could be average is able to do, ah, oh, this is, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a dangerous conversation. It's, okay. it's, it's a very dangerous conversation. Speak, <clears throat> speak your truth, King. Speak your truth. What I'm trying to say is that if we're going to do tokenship, which I guess almost has to happen, it doesn't have to, but I guess if we're speaking realistically mm. without a ma- major like uproar like this and the other like it's gonna happen if we're gonna do it then you may as well like really search for people that are deemed as undeniably that it doesn't matter who you are that person is buff they're gonna secure no matter what it's not everyone's gonna be off that person if you're gonna do tokenship for me, I think that's the only way to do tokenship without being realistic. Ask that person, ask everyone in there, what is your type? And we will drop in everyone's type. No, 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 exactly, let, let that's, that's, what they, that's what they need to do. But in terms of like, but see, this is the problem. This is where we get into much deeper, darker stuff where you say someone who's undeniably attractive to everyone. I don't think 
There's some. There's some people. No, right? I know. But see, this is the whole point. But that that whole subjective um, standard is why I feel like certain ethnic minorities would never be able to have that because on a this is going to deep history, but there there is there is has been a certain ongoing like you know in terms. But this, this links into the one before we were talking about in terms of like. Um, like just the general kind of like perceptions of what is pretty and what is not pretty and and for kind of almost quite a while there's not been enough representation across race lines hence the reason why people think it's fed this idea that like undeniably beautiful girls like Yawande does don't get as much of like a looking as much as a shout yeah so like if they're not going to put people in, who are just going to see the beauty, which is Yawande, and just actually, like, um, you know, actually feel that and actually go for her, then there's no, it's just no point. It's just, it just seems a bit pointless. But out of sight, like, the house is just jokes. Like, to be fair, ever since Maura's come in, she she brought the chaos and the flames that we wanted. Yeah, the energy was correct. <laughs> was correct. Treading on toes. That's why I want to see. She wants everyone. No one, no two, 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess, like, to just loop back in on, like, what we are saying, it is, like, I guess we've all got to accept that if you put um, someone, male or female, that was potentially overweight or... I don't know. Because I guess some, some people are really attracted to, like, dad bods. And yeah. all of that. But I know... Some people have EVWs. Drake. It's true. I guess... I don't know the process don't in which they that. pick... <laughs> it's true. Um, I don't know the process in which they pick these people. But I also... I question the process. I question... Like, what kind of people they might be choosing. Because it's a recurring theme that certain people just really struggle... No, but I know because we got we got a boy, we got a friend whose brother works who works in TV. Yeah, I won't say his name, but yeah, um, yeah, you know, you're talking about. Yeah, I know yeah. you're talking um, about. And he was saying that when they the people they pick, remember when we went to that show that uh, we were in the audience. Yeah. yeah, he um he was saying like you asked him like where are we find the people they just said just on Instagram just about so they look for a certain type of like Insta kind yeah. of like model slash got. Influence, yeah, because <laughs> they know it's gonna make good TV. Because people like seeing attractive people. Yeah, yeah. So, it's very true. so that's why I'm like, it's feeding an already kind of like, I don't want to say sinful. It's feeding a kind of already shallow part of the kind of what people want or what societal need. That's why I feel like it's not the hill to die on for inclusivity. Mm. But at the same time, yeah, no, it's it's fair. Like at the same time, it's good. It's good in the sense that, like, it, it, you want people to be able to see a show and see people be interested in people who look like them. Yeah. And then be able to say, okay, okay, whatever I may have gone through somewhat, at least there are people out there. <laughs> Not saying that everyone who's watching is looking for, like, validation somewhat, but it's nice. It must hurt, for example, that like, if you are, for example, like, you were a black girl and last season of Samira uh, or this season of Yuande. Yeah. Even... Like, like you, you were constantly getting looked up, but but then again, it was getting looked over by who? Like Samira, there was only other two other one other black person in there with the Samira case, yeah. Marcel, and she wasn't even interested. But in him. it was but, no, but you kind of get this thing. And I was, I've been at at work, and we we're talking about Love Island, and people are 
categorically the way people talk about other people on the show saying oh she is just amazing this and the other other people are categorically like not talking about certain cast members you want Amy like Amy Yawande or Anna I think Yawande that's what annoys me because Yawande is so much buffer than Amy like Amy's just if I speak, but um, <laughs> you wonder is much rougher than everything. But the big reason big trouble, yeah, I mean, big trouble. But the reasons why I feel like they don't get talked about is different, and that's what is important in the sense that, like, yeah, there's just a lot of the people who probably go into that show aren't don't have that kind of aren't that way inclined. That's why she just like suffers from that, or well, she's had those kind of like sufferings in the show. But like, even with the Danny things, people saying that they didn't think she he was interested in her. I, I, I genuinely think he was. Yeah, same. I think... Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I think, that, I think he was, but I think he just... I think in the same way, he would have treated another white girl. He would have treated those ways. I think that's more... I don't think the reason why he went to Arabella... Or whatever, and did spoke about her was because you one day is black. No, it's nothing. I to think do it's because it's Danny's to do just a snake, and he's just yeah. I don't, I don't think it's anything to do to race. I think, and when we look at specific situations, I don't think any of it is racially motivated at all. I think it's more just like this. Almost, you kind of gain this like bigger thing mm. on Love Island and ideas of beauty. I guess that was that's the main topic that we're talking about today. It's like. Um, society's idea of beauty and how it's either perpetuated or being disturbed or and how we do those two things. Mm. I think when you look at Love Island, where clearly it's about getting attractive people on the show. Yeah, exactly. Seen the, and clearly um, these people's ideas of what beautiful is, if definitely has an effect on everyone who watches it who is a lot of people around the world mm. like for them to, to for them to not find someone oh that's just not my type on paper or like I don't she's mm. just not for me obviously yeah they're treading like the line on like saying oh that's ugly or this that the other yeah but Let's be, let's call a spade a spade. Like, let's, let's be real. Let's call a spoon. Let's call clap to clap. <laughs> Genuinely, they're, they're, they're saying a certain type is definitely more, like, tall, dark, handsome, comes up a lot naturally. Like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. And <laughs> Marcel found out that that wasn't it. <laughs> Still. The dark and tall, dark and handsome isn't talking about but, skin. And also, like, um, what? But two dark and handsome guys are ridiculously attractive. Like, that's I'm not taking whoa, that away. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's, like, that's just, to, yeah. uh, just like to to normalize it. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people find that attractive, but it's, I just think that is there's just certain tones because we live in. I, I I'm gonna say London is such like a bubble of extreme diversity. I guess. Um, I I think just from a British perspective that there should there should be maybe more balance in representing that and possibly um, more balance in showing possibilities of 
different kind of people finding love on Love Island because I think it's it has an effect. I think ITV are underplaying the effect it has. Yeah. For me personally. And at the same time, if we're, yeah, again, if we're going to just drive, like, tokenism and, and that, for me, it's like, okay, find, like, serious candidates. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, Sharif did his thing when he was in the villa and everything, and, like, res- respect to him, that like, he put himself out there. And he's a young guy as well. He's young. But to, <laughs> to roll in there with no trim, my guy. <laughs> What was that? I say hey, the producer. The producer yeah. convinced you that your trim was okay, my guy. Nah, that was that was embarrassing. Embarrassing. I don't even. I don't even understand why he. Because yeah, when you step in there, you are representing as well. You're actually representing. No, no trim. trim. Not a single. Not not even a sm- Not a small shape up. No trim. He moved mad for a bit, and then now he got out, now he got kicked out for kicking a girl in the vagina. Mad. No, apparently it was for the way he described it, according to a compound. Well, we apparently <laughs> I know I I know that's official official like stuff. Yeah, but it sounded like oh I kicked her in the groin, then rudely spoke about it after. Yeah, we all know what you did, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you did. <laughs> so it's kind of like okay, I'm I'm kind of like yeah I I I have mixed feelings about how Love Island almost represents beauty from my perspective mm. however i appreciate that it's my perspective is not maybe society's perspective no yeah definitely 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 like yeah it's just it's but but i, I know, know black people love love islands <laughs> so be at 500 twitter black twitter that's everyone where, loves that, love that's where we your hands but it's a six show. what i would say is actually no i don't know what i can say who do you think is gonna win I think that Michael and Amber for me. Yeah, because I guess at the moment they're the front runners. Yeah. But Tommy and Molly May will give them <coughs> a run for their oh, money. Oh no! Actually, I forgot about what this country did. Remember last year where Laura and the Brer she was seen for Wes. half an hour. Not Wes. Wes was with Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Lord, the Scottish one. Yeah, yeah, She got with that guy half an yeah, hour yeah, close yeah. to the end. Yeah, yeah, the They came guy. second. Yeah, fam. I'm telling you. So, Jack and... Obviously, Jack and whoever was... Jack and Danny. Yeah. They're always going to win. Yeah, yeah. Then but you had, like, Wes, Wes and Megan. Wes and Wes and Megan. And, and Josh, Josh and Kaz. Kaz. Yeah. They came, they came fourth and third. Yeah. Laura man. came second. We're like, what? How? But so, that's good. Yeah. At the end of the day, in it, like, for as much as Twitter might banner, like, this country's always going to lean towards more, like... I I don't even think it's that, bro. I just, nah, I don't know, but I don't think that um, anyone who supported Josh Kaz or Where's Megan actually voted. I just don't think they voted. <laughs> gen, gen, genuinely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we all just catch banter from the show. On Twitter. No one bothered to pick up the phone. No, but, yeah, um... <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say that. I wasn't even. I wasn't even saying it on racial lines. Yeah. I just thought like um, Laura was just like Pete, someone's sweetheart because she seemed a lot like a, like the people like the people's uh, people's sweetheart. I actually, I actually met. I met a lot of that cast um, this year. Oh yeah, yeah. And to Where? be fair, just about um, at the Brits. I went to the Brits. Bro, you, and, never you did. You did. They just yeah. put in your story. You never checked about it. Yeah, I, I met. They're actually all 
lovely people mm. and way better looking like in real life than on TV. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, oh, like, shout, shout out to that cast. All of them? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to keep it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, some, of the, some of the stories that are eventually going to come out of this pod, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, like, in time, guys, in time. Marbella, Marbella 2017, 20, no, 2016. Oh, mate, what? When I was supposed to be revising for no, this. It's actually 2015 <laughs> because that's still, to this day, still one of the most wild stories I've ever heard. Yeah. Which, Did you wait, know what I'm talking about? Trying to, oh, football. Footballer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's never, yeah, that's no, never seen the light of day. That's definitely not coming out on here. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm back in Michael and Amber. Um, Go on, my son. I think... And, I think Tommy and Molly may have it at the moment, but who knows? Tommy's just going to... Someone's going to come in and his, his head's going to turn 540 <laughs> or maybe 7, 720 or maybe 1010. 720 would probably be decent. No. Let's <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah. Um, um, let's, um, let's chat. Track of the week, mate. Track of the week. Track of the week. Do you want to go first? Should I go first? I'm going to go first. Okay. Because um, it's, it's not like a new, new, new release. But I haven't had the chance to shout out the song and the guy. I did it, but that episode actually got deleted the way before we, we released because we were moving too mad. Yeah. And sometimes if we move too mad, shit gotta go. <laughs> I can't lie. No, that, yeah, that, that shouldn't have seen the light of day. <laughs> that, that's why I didn't see that earlier. I, fully, I just feel like, no, we can, I think we can wait and see if we can post it. An episode like that eventually. Yeah, hopefully. As, as for now, now. Yeah. <laughs> woods, anyway, carry on. Alright, so this episode that... Um, not this episode, this track comes from an artist known as George, recently signed to Virgin EMI. Boop, boop, boop. He is extremely talented. Um, it's a beautiful story, actually. And I, I came across him, like, a long, long time ago, where... He was just like making music. Um, he was, he's been through the process, and I feel like these days <coughs> it's not rare, but it's nice to watch someone really put in graft on their talent, and almost sometimes it takes a bit of time to make it. It's just not an overnight sensation. Sometimes it's like, okay, I'm gonna work at this because I believe in the product. I believe in what I'm doing, and. All of that culmination, all the heartache that I've seen him go through and all the struggles has almost produced, like, some incredible music. And I think what tops it off is the feel... One of the most feel-good tunes of 2019. This is Glide by George. Without you, I wouldn't be without your Oh man, I feel like MJ when I glide on her yeah. Two step, just slide on her yeah. I feel like MJ when I glide on her Hoodie up like it's back to the grease. Pack 
for the week Snap for the gram, then it's back overseas I should let it breathe, batch full of G's Chat to me now, so don't chat to me please I'm in ends in a dinger, friends got a spinner Whizzing with my N words, don't call us niggas Jerk for my dinner, tell baby girl I miss her Penny for my thoughts, but I'm a leave for my sister But there ain't no peace when it ends are at war Stabbed in the back when I've lent them a sword yeah, anyway, for me, my track of the week, obviously, first of all, we all know what album it's going to come from. That album that just dropped, that just shook the world. Oh, okay. it it shook it my world, innit? Ignorance is Bliss by Skepta. <laughs> it shook my world. Shook my world. <laughs> I'm a Skepta, I'm a Skepta stan, bro. Everyone knows that. Um, He's a Skepta fan, girl, basically. I'm a, I'm a Skepta stan. <laughs> he is... That's, that's Uncle, Uncle Skepta, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but um, yeah, Ignis is blessed. The album's nuts. I got to see Skepta at Field Day um, last week. Jesus, so girl. jealous. Nuts. But anyway, my track of the week is on Ignis is blessed. It's Gangster because I've always liked like Big. boy boy better no tunes. So you see Jamma, Frisco, Jamie, Shorty, Skeppy, of course. And yeah, no, like. When he put I he, uh, Field Day, he performed the whole album and everyone came out. Like all the features J Huss, Wiz Kids, Lancey Foe, all the boy better know. He even did Bet. Octavian came out. I was just, honestly right, Bet. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> big, big tune. No, yeah, and like I, when J Huss came out, I was like, what is going on? Wow. What is going on? And anyway, now like the album is just sick. And like for me, it's probably for me, for anyone starts warring me, his best album since Microphone Champion. Ooh. I, I liked it better than Konnichiwa. I liked it better than Blacklisted. I liked it better Blacklisted than... Blacklisted was good. Though. Blacklisted was good. But Blacklisted... I feel like... Blacklisted was meant to be his big comeback after... The, I feel after like Blacklisted was a moment for UK music. No, but the thing is... Obviously, he had The Shambles, which was doing it again in 2011. That's, oh. when, that's when he had all well, them tunes with, like, the chick from EastEnders and stuff like yeah. that. And, like, whatever. Uh, and then he went through it, and he was like, oh, okay, I'm going to come back to Grime, whatever. And then he released Blacklisted. Blacklist was sick. But I just think... Not just because... I'm not saying that it wasn't iconic, but I just think, in, just in general, playing the album again and again, I just like I just liked this one better. And obviously, Mike Corwin Champion is all old Skepta. Yeah. But I don't think we'll ever go back to... Yeah. I'm a Temple Tour, he's, Champagne Pour, Witch Warrior, Sick Warrior. Yeah, he's, he's, crime scene he's not progressed, I say he's evolved. And yeah, that's and nice that he's staying true to his art and himself. Yeah, I liked to anyway, like, I liked a lot better than Konnichiwa. Like, I feel like Konnichiwa only had a few songs I liked to, I liked. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the body yeah, of work that was, was Konnichiwa. But, yeah. but it was sick. And anyway, Gangster, Skepta, Boy Better Know. Practice hours. Go on then. What you mean, what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, we did young and stupid. Now I do grown and sexy. I don't know who you're trying to impress, G. Man can see that your man bag's empty. No need to pretend. I don't want to hear you talk greasy again. Never shot food, never shot no skeng. Talk about gangster, I was like, when? Brother, you love, lie. Trying to be gangster, you ain't never been on one ride. Tough guy, trying to be gangster. Your cartel are not up to the time. You man are washed up, say you got big peace, say you got cats on the line. You're just lying to yourself, fam. You better pattern up, better get back on the grind. These guys tell lies, say that they bust guns ain't got nine Say that they shot drugs ain't got pies, do it for the gram man I ain't got time 
Everybody knows that I'm five foot five But don't come around here with your little man talk I'll punch man down to my size Yeah, I make a man think twice I make a man go look for advice You don't wanna come around here with your chest all high Cause the man never switch off your eyes Bare things in your head like lies Yeah, just to like, just have like some lasting notes on Skept That tune, by the way, is flakes It's too much Oh my god like the beat just has the beat has moved I tell everyone this the beat just feels kinetic it's got yeah. movement it's got me like saying yo what's going on um, yeah I feel like what Skepta's done for UK culture recently has just been mind blowing and I don't think people are actually like realising what is actually happening like man's actually putting on the culture a huge section of culture that is not only just being like um, a black man in London, but it's also like being having like that dual heritage that we always like yeah. like touch on, like that push and pull between being like Nigerian but also British and, and like and like, repping it. My and like, then my like tiny temper is he Nigerian? Yeah, he remembers, fam. And and <laughs> also and also taking that into like a fashion space, which I'm very passionate about as well. Like so Virgil, Virgil, you see that what was it? Fashion Week this week where that you know Ghetto Kyote that the instrumental oh. was playing, amazing. And that's what was gonna lead me into my moment of the week has to be like Fashion Week. Just oh, like, I thought I ruined it again. <laughs> no, no, no. Me, <laughs> Yeah, but Fashion Week. Um, Bam, just blowing Virgil, just blowing minds. I can't even lie. Because um, what he is doing is beyond the clothes that we see, it's about having someone in um, a luxury space that is from your world. Mm. Okay, yes, from an African American space. However, I would He's love, American. yeah. Oh, nice. I I would love for um, Virgil to actually almost. What's the best way to describe it? I would love to be eventually one day to kind of like rep that from a British perspective, kind of like what the um, um, Samuel was doing with a cold wall. Um, Is Virgil not English? No, he's not. Right, oh, I thought he was what I was saying because he was so. But he's so in touch with like what's the going on in the English culture, right. which is, bro, just these guys are literally, we we don't even realise the ramifications because it's going to have knock-on effects to produce more people like myself, to produce more people like you and so many other guys that didn't believe that these... Spaces were for them. Yeah, were spaces were for them. Mm. And it's kind of like mad. So that was my moment of the week. Every time Fashion Week comes out and Virgil does something epic and amazing, and along with all some of the other designers that are just like popping up at the moment, it's actually crazy. And we're gonna do a fashion pod um, eventually, which is gonna be relevant for both of us. Mm. But we'll do like some we'll, reading into it. We'll make it so awesome yeah. Now. So yeah. So it can be like relevant, and we might even get a guest in on that. Mm. But yeah. What's your moment of the week, bro? My moment of the week, bittersweet. I've pulled my hamstring. <laughs> but, you know. Granddad, I Unfortunately, so. But at school sports day, obviously I had to show people what I was about. Okay. They had the teacher's relay. 
Oh, that was last leg. Okay. That was, was another teacher. Who last fought. leg. Last leg in the ocean. Is that is that what your nick? That was your nick. That was that was me, you innit? That's me. You I haven't run like competitively. I, I stuff a pal. <laughs> like, he's a he's a sideman still. But um, <laughs> listen, I've got my Usain on, but like I I have I've been like dealing with a bad back or like nerve damage in my back, so I was probably stretching that out, thinking that wasn't gonna be that was gonna be the problem. Oof. Anyway, got the baton, ducking, ducking, ducking. Then suddenly my hamstrings just went. Ooh. And I was like, listen, the hamstrings mm. gone. I can't also lose this race. So man just, you know, the tracks of fire. Du, 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 du. No. <laughs> I was doing tracks of fire over the finish line. I could see uh, one of your teachers coming in my peripherals. I was like, no, nah, I can't lose this. Man secured the win at the expense come of on. limping around for a few days. But Ugh, come on, ideal. come on. That's what come I'm about. On. That's what I'm about. He was never going to lose that. Let's be real. Let's go that speed and that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was my moment of the week. But when he um, was like gun leaning <laughs> <laughs> at the end, going boop, 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 back it off loud. And then, um, yeah. And then we had a tug of war against the teachers. It was like parents versus teachers. Oh. We were winning. Then the parents just kept on adding more parents. So then we no lost. No way. And none of, the, none of the kids snitched until after we went in. They were like, oh, yeah, the parents kept adding. It's like, fuck your parents, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was there doing... I was there doing... <laughs> Samson doing Samson for the Bible, <laughs> only for them to cheat. But anyway, like, that's hilarious. That's that. That's that on that. <laughs> I love that none the none the kids said nothing. To they even they even stitched away. They were proper cheering like cheering <laughs> on their parents. <laughs> the kids, man. Your parents teach you how to do your times tables. Clearly not. That's oh, me. Oh god. Um, yeah. Fair. 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 Alright, but that's that's a nice note to to sign off. Fuck your parents. Fuck your parents. Fuck your, <laughs> fuck your kids. Fuck your All right. I know. Yeah. We'll be back um, with that realness. Um, socials at Let Me Be K. Um, Twitter, Instagram. You know where to go. And um, at Tish if you want that fashion fire. Yeah. What about you, bro? I've just realised I've been giving out my Twitter wrong on every single one. I've been saying that because I changed my Twitter handle. Typical. Yeah, so it's a on Twitter, AYO underscore AA13. You guys should get a um, notepad out. Just, just, uh... Oh, shut up, bro. Let me finish, <laughs> innit? And then um, on Instagram, just AYO underscore AA. And then um, I haven't done any blogging in a while, but I'm getting back to it soon. My, my WordPress, uh, speakout.wordpress.com. The are you gonna do the you wanna do that actually? Oh speak out yeah. <laughs> the, the E and speak outs are free. Um I've already done some blogging on there, I'll do some more soonish, hopefully, fingers crossed. Got some things planned. And yeah, that's me. Amazing. Thank you for boring us to death. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we'll see you guys. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Alright, peace. Cool.